you hear a lot of photographers say that they kind of fell into photography. They were doing something else. I know you were like that and, you you know, your journey kind of changed and you ended up in photography, even though it's now your passion. I always wanted to be a photographer. Hey, Wiki Hunters, welcome back to the Art of Photography podcast, where we share our passion as photographer and how photography have given us hope, purpose, and happiness. And today, I have someone who's uh, been in through so many different genres of photography, and I'm so excited to introduce Jules Ingel. How are you doing, Jules? Hey, Stanley, how are you going? Thank did you I for pronounce, having me. Did I pronounce the last name right? Ingel? Ingel. Right? Ingel. Okay, Ingle. perfect. Sorry about that. Yeah, no, it's, that's it's all good. It's great to have you here. Um, so, yeah, it's, uh, you know, I've been um, chatting with you and I've, um, I've read a little bit about your journey and it seems like you have a really long journey. And I think it's really <laughs> interesting to have to 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 have that um, someone who, who have gone through those different phases, because I know that each one of them requires a different not only type of photography, but also a different type of approach. So, um yeah, welcome to the podcast and let us know um, a little bit about yourself and um, the history behind how you got into photography. Thank you. Well, I guess, you know, you hear a lot of photographers say that they kind of fell into photography. They were doing something else. I know you were like that and, you you know, your journey kind of changed and you ended up in photography, even though it's now your passion. I always wanted to be a photographer. When I was um, when I was little, I had an older brother and he was really a big motorsport fan. And so we used to have a lot of banter. And, and so my aim as a kid was I wanted to be a Formula One photographer. So I always had this, you know, passion for photography. So obviously I started my journey in motorsport photography. And then, like you said, it kind of, you know, saying I've had a, had a, um, a lot of changes, you're just actually hinting that I'm just really old, basically, because <laughs> I keep changing. But um, I think, you know, it's also about developing. It's not just... Do it, you know, you do the one genre of photography and do you find like you kind of, you get to the point sometimes where you're like, you're doing the same thing and then you want to challenge yourself. And that was how I kind of progressed. I started in motorsport, you know, I lived overseas and, and you know, travelled all around the world and then, um, you know, then I ended up in tourism and now I do portrait photography. So I think you just kind of keep evolving as you as your skills develop and as you want to change kind of you know you you want to you you get really good at what or you know you never you never perfect photography I don't think but you get really good at one genre and then you want to challenge yourself and try something different and that was kind of how I ended up progressing to all different sorts of photography oh wow that's really interesting so you've been wanting to be a photographer ever since you were like a, a little girl that's that's crazy and I didn't end up as a Formula One photographer, unfortunately. I think I, I went to Europe and reality hit a bit. And also um, when, when I first got into photography, it's really interesting, particularly in the current environment in the world. When I first got into it, I was photographing um, the what's known as supercars in Australia now. And I was the only female and it was a very male-dominated industry and it was really difficult. Like people just didn't accept why a female wanted wanted to do it and why you were interested in sport and this is you know we're talking in the 1990s and I think back then you know um, 
like even at school I was taught how to iron a men's business shirt and be a good housewife kind of thing. Um, so, so when I went to Europe, I found it was actually really difficult to try and break into it. I mean, obviously it's great now. Things have changed a lot. There's in, in all industries, you know, there's a really good mix of men and women. But back then it just, it, there wasn't really a place for women and it was such a tough battle, um, you know, a lot of other circumstances. But um, I, I never I never fulfilled my dream of being a Formula One photographer, but I'm a photographer and I absolutely, like, it's my passion. I love it. Yeah, that's uh, that's that's been an interesting um, kind of shift, isn't it? I mean, um, it's I I haven't really um, experienced that that big kind of um, uh, male dominant type of things. I know that we we talk about it, but um, you know, a lot of my where I uh, my community and also all my friends actually have a good like you know a good balance of uh, both female and male. So I I really you know I don't really have as much experience of having that um that big diversity or I suppose that big um that big difference in in the in in the male and versus female kind of um industry in photography. But um how how was that a challenge for you when you try to um, yeah, break into the industry and what do you do to try to, uh, what do you do that make you succeed, um, you know, in breaking that really tough industry, um, especially back then? Uh, I think, um, I mean, I was a little bit fortunate. I was breaking into motorsport in Australia and, and at the time as well, I don't know, photography was different back then too because it was the pre-digital age and now a lot of there's a lot of photographers and it's a really saturated industry. I think back then it wasn't so much. So the fact that I, you know, went to all the events and everything helped me as well. So I, I had an advantage. But then I probably cheated a little bit. I ended up dating and now I'm married to a race car driver. So, um, you know, that obviously opened a lot of doors for me and and we moved overseas together and so you know that that gave me a lot of opportunity so there was a lot of persistence but i think you know if i'm totally honest it helped a lot that you know i was i, I i'm i was with who i was with and i had opportunities that probably somebody else wouldn't have had so you know Take oh, opportunities you can you're, get. you're being too modest um, <laughs> I think, you know like uh, it's it, I mean it's a big learning from there um, you know in a sense that um, you know networking is one of the most important thing and um, I mean especially like I remember when I was um, doing a little bit of um, high fashion kind of um, shoot um, there was a lot of groups where you could you know reach out and you know have that access especially now with uh, with the Facebook group and stuff like that so I think that's very valid point to um you know find friends families and um what one of the things that, that i like to do as uh, i used to to break dance so I, one of the things that i like to do in and incorporate in my photography is this crazy pose and when i go back to perth i know who i'm gonna call to is uh, which is my niece and nephew because they do like you know gymnastics uh no ah, like, that's, that's so cool yeah so that's you know it's no it's totally a valid point so um yeah thanks for sharing that um so you know, you, you've gone to all these different um, genre. Do you have like any favorites amongst the, like, you know, amongst this different one? And how, how does the evolution kind of, kind of go? Like, you know, why, why you kind of, like you share a little bit about how you got into motorsport and wanting to be a Formula One kind of photographers, but what really shift your journey into this different genre? Yeah. So where I said, I always wanted to be a photographer, 
that I always wanted to be a photographer, but the way I fell into the different genres was probably a bit more just circumstantial. So like I said, we were living overseas, you know, um, traveling around. I was doing the motorsport photography, came back to Australia, still did a little bit of, of it, but then I got married. I had kids, you know, just my husband had a really busy career. I just didn't really have much time for photography anymore. So I probably took about 10 years off of really I didn't earn a living out of it for that period. It was more just, you know, photos of the kids and a bit of fun. And then once my children started to get a bit older, I started, you know, getting up and doing sunrise and just taking photos around my local area. We travelled around Australia a lot with my husband's job, so I was taking a lot of landscape kind of photography. And then I started getting approached by tourism agencies about doing tourism work for them and, you know, someone offers you a paid trip to amazing places and you have all these incredible experiences, you know, doing helicopter flights over the Great Barrier Reef and diving and snorkeling with, you know, manta rays. And it was just who wouldn't want to do that? So that's where my motorsport kind of, I went away from that and then started getting into the tourism sector. And then probably about four, four or five years ago, the tourism, particularly with the introduction of digital photography, it was so oversaturated. Influencer market, you know, and you were getting all these influencers and, I mean, that's a whole other podcast, isn't it, with these people with their followers and selfies and that just wasn't... I'm not a self-promoter. I just like taking photos. So I kind of started to steer away from the tourism stuff. Um, and then I just, I mean, I love people. I've travelled a lot. I've I've met a lot of really diverse people over my years and I love meeting new people and interacting with people. So then I just got into portrait photography. So I think none of them are a favourite. I've had amazing opportunities with every single genre. Um, at the moment, my passion is shooting people and photographing people. And I love photographing people who are inexperienced. I, I did a shoot yesterday with a girl who had never been in front of the camera. She was so nervous. And I just really find I love that challenge. So, yeah, I kind of fell into the different genres. So I don't know what's next. I don't know where to, where to go to next. But at the moment, I love the portraits. Actually, next I want to be your um, assistant and, and travel with you to some of the amazing places that you go to. So uh, you're just you're too kind. Um, yeah, I mean, um, it's it's really interesting, isn't it? Like, um, you know, trying different genre and kind of just following where where the industry goes. And it's interesting that you said, um, um, you know, like uh, the the way the the way your life kind of steer away where you go with photography, but photography was always there for you. Um, yeah. to, to, to be like, you know, that anchor. So I think that's, that's the other cool thing about photography, right? Cause you know, you that ability to kind of just document whatever it is in your life. And, um, yeah, that's, that's amazing. Um, one thing that I'm interested to, um, kind of learn from you and I'm sure the, the audience kind of, uh, would love to hear this as well. It's like, you know, back then, uh, I'd love to hear what's the, uh, how was business in photography? Like, you know, making, um, breaking into the industry in photography back then versus now, how how is that different? Um, I know that you know a lot of people say, "Oh, photography is oversaturated," uh, but I know we also have the privilege of social media where it's easier to put our work out there. So it's it's kind of like you know, like you win some, you lose some. So I'd love to hear yeah. you know your your perspective on how does that change over um, over your journey. Well, I think. Now, like you said, you know, there's always people complaining that it's oversaturated, but I think 
you know, the cream always rises to the top. And if you're good and you have good work ethics and, you know, I think there's always work. And there's plenty of work because because back when I was doing photography, it was digital, but there was no internet. Like, oh, God, I sound so old, don't I? But, you know, I had my own dark room and it was so the demand for photography was probably less as well. So now there's a lot more photographers, but there's so much more demand because everybody wants digital content. So I think now, you know, it. I actually, to be honest, I find it probably a little bit harder now because it is very oversaturated and people undercut you price-wise because, so, you know, that's one thing. But back when I, back when I first started in the photography, I think my advantage back then was, you know, because I was doing the motorsport, I was the only one going to every one of the touring car races back then. So that gave me an advantage and I got to know people and then I got some big contracts with big car companies, big race teams, because I was always there. So actually when I look back and I was earning really good money back then. So I think it was probably easier back then than what it is now, because even though, even though it's, um, it's a lot more saturated now. There was a lot less people who were professional photographers back then. So even though there was less demand, there was also a lot less photographers. So, you know, I think, you know, between then and now there was a lot of differences, but there's always work. I mean, there's always, for a good photographer, there's always work. Yeah, I, I find that um, really interesting that you you mentioned that because uh, I I. I feel that, um, you know, back then it's a lot easier to find a niche. Well, as now it's, you kind of have to, you know, dig deep a little bit deeper into the niche and find that, you know, to be a person like you, who was the only person in that, in that particular yeah. thing. And um, yeah, it's interesting that you mentioned that. Um, but, you know, I'd love how you, how you share that uh, you were just hanging around all these people and, um, you know, even with social media, I found that that works really well with, you know, if you can provide value to the, to, to the, to the company or the audience that you want to provide or who want to be your customer. Um, I find that, you know, it's still kind of work the same thing, except it's just like, you need to be truly unique in your own niche. So, um, one thing that, um, yeah, I, I'd love to hear about, um, what are your take on, being like how do you uh, separate yourself from you know from all these different photographers out there right now um what what are some of your um your advice or um your take on that oh that's, <laughs> that's a, if someone works out the secret to that let me know too but i think you know people get to know you and there's a lot of word of mouth and you say with porch or social media people see your work and that's the kind of style that every, even though there's a lot of people doing the same niches everybody's different I think you said it in one of your previous podcasts you can have a lot of people in the same place taking the same you know the same scene but they're all going to be different photos so I think kind of that's one thing but I think one of the first things I ever learned in photography is know what you want like People always say to me, oh, I want to be a photographer. What do I do? And it's like, okay, what, what do you want? Do you want to earn money? Do you want to, what is it that you're actually trying to achieve? And I think once you realise what you're trying to achieve, it's easier to start, you know, focusing on that. It's not just I want to be a photographer. What are you, find your niche. That is a really difficult one, like you said. You know, I think a lot of people struggle with that. But also if you're trying to make money out of it, 
go do something else because it's I think photography is about passion and doing what you love and as long as as long as you really honestly love what you're doing it comes out in your work and then that ends up resulting in you getting more work because you know if your work is good people people want to use you yeah that's that's really interesting that um you know that perspective of um finding an uh, 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 finding what you want. I, I think that's a really cool uh, way of saying it because um, I, see, I see that a lot of people that um, that struggles to create something that's truly unique is because um, they're still like in this emulation um, period and kind of just never get out of it because they don't really know what they want and they ended up just recreating some of those, um, you know, some of the photo or the perspective that people take. So that's really interesting that you mentioned that. Um, and yeah, it could, it could be really hard, especially now in the social media era with kind of like everything just out there. Um, but um, what are some of the ways that, um, you know, because I mean, you were in, uh, in the travel and now in your in portrait and, you know, there's a lot of portrait photographers out there. Um, like, how do you separate and create um, something that is different that makes people go back to you um, and find you? Um, as photographer um, and yeah what, what, what are the different ways in your photography that kind of like separate yourself to to help um, um, to help your audience or your customer decide that yes I want to be uh, I want Jules to be shooting my my portrait kind of things uh, I think like I said I love people and I love working with people and I think making the person feel comfortable you know a lot of I think it's like you said a lot of people go oh you know there's that photo of the Sydney Opera House I want to take that photo you know and I agree with that it's a good way to learn to find I always say to people find a photographer that you love like on Instagram or Pinterest or something and and if you love their style, yeah, you can try and copy it to start with, but you do start to develop your own style. So with portrait photography, I looked, I always try and, you know, bring, I try and spend a bit of time with the people and, and I don't try and do a portrait photo. So if I'm looking at you sitting there right now, I don't just try and take a photo of your face. I try and spend 15 minutes with you first and you know, normally the first 15 minutes of a shoot, I throw away the photos because it's me getting to know you. And, and then I find out, oh, you're a little bit cheeky and you're a little bit fun and then try and work that into the shoot and bring out the person's personality a bit and, you know, just try and be authentic with your photography. I think I think photography is a lot like a lot of other things. People think, oh, I want to be a photographer and I'll go out and buy a Canon R5 and I can be a professional photographer. Some people just don't have a natural, you know, you still have to have a bit of a natural eye for photography. So I think, unfortunately, should I say it, like there's some people that no matter how good or equipment you give them, they're just, I guess, you you know, you still have to have a bit of that natural eye. I mean, you can learn it, but there's got to be some sort of, it's like saying I want to be a race car driver, but I'm never, ever going to be good enough because I'm just not naturally talented at it. So I think photography is the same sort of thing. You have to be a little bit artistic, have a bit, a little bit of that natural ability. Equipment and all of that sort of stuff helps. You can learn and you always develop and get better. Um, but, yeah, just try and try and be authentic with what you're doing, I think, is my best piece of advice. Don't try and, you know, people will take a sunrise photo. It will be an amazing sunrise and they'll just go out and take a photo. Think about what you're doing and, 
and what's the photo of? And I think when I take, particularly with landscape photos, I always think, would I hang this on my wall? So it, it's not just a photo of the beach or the sunrise. It's got to have some sort of subject and some sort of story when you look at the picture. So I don't know. I guess yeah, that's, 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 that's the really, way I look at it. That's 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 a great way to look at it. Um, you know, I love how you um you, you the way you say that. You know, um, when you take a portrait instead of just taking a photo, you, you try to get to know the personality and try to bring the personality and capture that in 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 a in a form of photograph. So, um, you know, I think. Like go, going back to uh, photography, like you say, with with landscape, most people kind of just go there and then like, you know, it's like, oh, yeah, beautiful sunset or sunrise, but there's no really uh, soul in it because, you know, that that's that's it. Like it, it looks great. But what is the the story behind it? And uh, yeah, that's that's great to, to hear that. Um, it's story is definitely one of the um, I think it's one of the most powerful things in photography. Um, and so I think that's what really draws me to. I think that's what really draws me to your photography. You know, you obviously go to some amazing places, but, you know, every photo I look at and I'm just like, oh, that just blows my mind because you obviously have a natural eye, but but I look at it and you don't even have to say anything and there is kind of a story. And I think, yeah, if people can can really think about what they're doing and not just snap off. And that's, the, that's I think, one of the things that you learn a lot because I started with film camera when you took film camera, first of all, it was really expensive. So you couldn't just shoot off, you know, some days I'll do a one-hour shoot and take 400 photos, whereas back then you really had to think about every single photo was like, oh, this photo is going to cost me money. And, you know, so the same thing now, really think about what you're doing and and, and don't just snap off a photo, really have take in the, the scenery or whatever it is you're shooting, really have a point of what you're taking don't just take a photo so um when you say like a point like a, what do you mean by like have a point like a like a purpose behind that like that's that photo itself yeah why are you taking the photo like are you taking the photo because you want to get 100 likes on instagram or you know just buy yeah, the yeah. likes because that's a total waste of time but yeah what what are you trying to say with your photography so if you can achieve that so if you're doing a landscape photo, go and sit and take the scene in and, and experience. Sometimes even I'll, I'll go somewhere and I'll take my camera and I won't even take it out of the camera bag. I'll just sit down and I'll just enjoy the experience. You know, you, it's not always, you really need to think about what you're doing with your photography. Yeah, that's uh, that's that's a great advice. Um, yeah, I, I think you know, especially like you say, with the digital era, um, you know, every click is uh, is free, and we take it for granted. So, um, and um, I bet like half of the photos as well. Um, you know, the problem with the digital is that half of the photos we probably never look at it again. And um, yeah. well, as, well as with the you know with the film, like everything counts because you have to print it to have a look at it. So you you're always revising through that. So yeah, it's it's really interesting how this um you know the the easier it is with technology um to take photo kind of can actually make it harder to become a better photographer. So yeah, yeah, really interesting kind of point. Um. So, Jules, do you have any, um, you know, what are some of your most memorable um, um, moments in, uh, in photography? Jeez. Oh, oh, I wish I'd have thought about that question. Like I said, I've had some unbelievable experiences. I think 
you know, obviously I think the tourism thing is the most memorable. With the motorsport, I got to travel a lot and I experienced, I travelled all around Australia and a lot overseas. We lived in Germany, Japan, the UK, like, you know, had some, you know, crazy experiences living overseas and doing that. But the tourism side of things, I think you got to do things that, that were just so cool, like, you know, because because tourism boards are trying to show off their best. But I even got to do cool things like, you know, I flew out to a, a cattle station and in the middle of winter and it was freezing cold and had a bath, you know, out in the outback from bore, a bore water from 500 metres under the ground. And it was just so cool. Like it was such a, a raw, authentic experience, you know, surrounded by, you know, the outback and, you know, diving in Great Barrier Reef. Um, I've obviously done a, uh, probably the majority in Queensland, but even overseas with Canon in 2019, I did a trip to the Baltics and Russia, went to Finland. Like that just blew me away because it was somewhere I, I never, ever would have thought to travel. It was never on my bucket list, no interest at all. And I had a two-week trip over there and it just was mind-blowing. I, I was I absolutely loved it. You know, we were staying in castles, you know, that were thousands of years old and it was just amazing. So I feel so fortunate with the photography. And I think that's one thing with photography, even if you're just an amateur and you have a full-time job and you do it on weekends, it 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 makes you even experience your your backyard more than what you you did before photography. You know, you go and travel to places. There's places on the Gold Coast that I'd never been until I picked up a camera as I'm, I'm going to go photograph that. So I think it's, you know, it's such a positive, whether it's a hobby or a profession, there's so many positives about photography and, and it's, you know, you always feel so rewarded and satisfied after you take a great photo. Yeah, yeah it's, uh, um, it's really, um, I love how you put that because it's, um, it's interesting with, with photography, the, it, it really changed your perspective and it, it, it really pushed you to go to, you know, the, the places that you never think of, isn't it? Um, I mean, you know, if you, like, uh, like you say earlier, like I go to all these places, but and a lot of that is um, motivated by photography. So um, yeah, I, I believe photography have a lot of great impact in, in, and actually can bring a lot of great impact, even, you know, even though they, people haven't got into it um, to, to, into their lives. So, and it's kind of why we do like, you know, this podcast, because um yeah, it like, uh, you know, photography has changed my life. And I know, you know, it, it has to make your life a better part of it. So um, it's, it's great to kind of hear that. Um, yeah. Um, so I know that you're super dedicated, not only um, with photography, but also with like, you know, community around photography. I know you're like one of the admin in, um, in Canon Collective, which is like an Australia, uh, Canon Australia community. Um, how does... Um, you know, like, how do you manage or all that? And where does this passion come from to, um, you know, like, I know that you're busy and you have a lot of these things like that's mm -hmm. happening, but you keep pushing to, to, to do this, um, you know, everything around photography, not only, not only taking photos and, um, you know, supporting your, your life through photography, but also, um, you know, having that community and also building, um, building, uh, connecting with other photographer and, creating that safe space um you know how does that where does that passion come from and um you know what kind of push you to keep going i think the canon collective page i feel very fortunate that canon asked me to be involved with that because 
I was obviously a member of the collective page for a long time before they asked me to be an admin. But I, I feel like I've had a very privileged life. Like I said, I've I've lived my passion. My job is my passion. You know, to be paid to take photos is for me. I I just feel so lucky. Like I, I love doing it. I you know I feel so fortunate with the life I've had, the travel. Um, I've had so many amazing experiences that the thing that I find with photography is there's so more and more there's so much negative in the world social media there's so much nastiness you know I hate all that stuff I hate I, I don't like any of that sort of negative bullying online bullying and I find with the photography communities it's just not like that particularly the Canon one I mean and that's obviously the one I'm most active on. I never see anything negative. You know, people are supportive. And a great thing about the Canon page, which is why I am so passionate about it, is, you know, there's people on there who only shoot with their iPhone. So they're not photographers and they don't pretend to be photographers, but they're passionate about photographers, photography. They've got a full-time job, but they love taking photos. And, and people see good photographers and they're like, oh, gee, I wish I could take a nice photo and I... And the satisfaction that you get when, when, you know, in that Canon Collective page, what we're trying to do is give people skills to improve their photography, be a great community, um, you know, supportive community, encouraging each other. But also there's a lot of amazing photographers on there like you, like you're very active on the page. And the way that, that the good photographers inspire the people that are just learning and then you you get messages from people that are just learning they're like oh wow I took this photo today I never thought I'd take a photo like this I'm going to print it and I'm going to put it on my wall and you just hear the joy that that gives me so much joy that you know I'm so passionate about that side of photography and what a positive I just I can't see anything negative in it and I think if we had more things like that you know, how good would the world be if people were more like that all the time? So I think that's what what inspires my passion for it. Oh, that's that's amazing. Um, yeah, like, uh, you know, that's uh, hearing that that is, is really good to hear, um, you know, especially um, being able to hear that, you know, even people who don't have uh, a proper a proper camera. I'm for those who's listening, <laughs> I'm doing this code thing that you're not going to be able to see. Um, but yeah, because, uh, you know, a lot of people think that, you know, you need a, a proper camera. But um, in true fact is that you could shoot with any camera and it will still bring happiness. And I love that you share that. Um, you know, I love that you share um, how much um, the community can get inspired by other other um, other photographers or other people photos that have been like taken and shared. And I must say you, you yeah. are you and um Stephen is um, doing really, really great job in that in that community. Um, you know, it's more oh, alive than you. ever. So, um, you know, I, one of the reasons why I want you to to be part of this podcast is uh, for that reason is that you're just make make the community more alive. You know, make everyone more connected, and that's I think that's I think we need more of that in in this world. Um, and it's good to kind of see that. Um, and you mentioned earlier, which um, is um, an interesting topic, especially in this um, whole social media era, is um, you know about this um, the negative, some of the negative um, comments or perspective in social media. Um, 
what what are some of the the ways that you know maybe you can share with the listener to um to try to avoid that to try to harness a more positive um community um you know whatever wherever it might be in social media because i know it's a, it's a big problem and I, you know i see it over and over again where people just I feel like people just like to bring other people down, um, you know, for, for whatever reason. Um, but do you have any advice on, you know, how to stay away from that and how to, you know, stay positive and create more of an inclusive um, community around photographers or I should say around everyone, um, including, you know, people who might not have um, the, the right kind of gear or the, again, quote, <laughs> professional camera or DSLRs? You know, that's, that is such a tough question because you could talk about this for hours. I mean, from my experience, being married to a race car driver and, you know, a celebrity, quotation marks, whatever, someone famous, I've seen some horrible, horrible stuff written about him over the years, about me, about my children, you know, and I think when I was younger, I would read the things and I would get so hurt by it because people are writing these really nasty things and they don't even know you. They've never met you and it's the same thing. So then you see the same thing happens. You know, someone will post a photo on a on a thing and on some sort of photography page or whatever and to me personally like I hardly ever post because I'm so self-conscious about my photography and I don't want to be judged you know but for someone to post a photo they obviously think it's good because if if you think it's a bad photo you're not going to post it on a public forum but then to get smashed up by other people and oh that's rubbish and you should learn I just I don't understand why anyone would do that and it's really really difficult and I think for me personally it's just experience that has taught me that people that do that it says more about them as a person than you as a person a photographer your skill you know and it's very very difficult but you just have to ignore it. Um, I That's what I love about the Canon group and Canon Australia are very determined that there's none of that. I mean, I haven't experienced any of that so far. I've been doing the job for seven months. So that's what I love about it. I have not experienced it at all, but Canon Australia have given us the directive. We will not tolerate that. So I think, you know, one of my best pieces of advice is there are groups out there that are really nasty and people are very judgmental and, don't be in those groups and if someone is giving you nasty messages block them you really need to just you need to just be really brutal about it if someone's horrible put them set them aside because that's not your people they're not the right sort of people it's not helpful it doesn't achieve even if your photo is bad what is it why is it I, I see people post photos you know and they'll say what can I do to improve and then people will jump on and go, oh, we'll straighten the horizon, you know, look at this. And it's constructive and it's helpful. Nothing wrong with that at all. And, and I think people appreciate that. But for people to smash you up, just I, you really need to just, it's very difficult to do, but you just need to move away from that because it's all it does is upset you. And, and it's I, I hate that sort of stuff. It just, I'm very passionate about that. I, there's no need to be nasty ever in any circumstance. That's that is such a great advice, and um, you know uh, how you say that it's um, um, it's more about them, and you know it just just 
you don't have to deal with them and it's that is very true um you know you don't have to take it personally and you just let them go and like you know don't deal with them so that's a really good advice and i know there's a lot of people and you know i, I experienced that as well when i first started it's just um, you know like uh, we all started somewhere and um somehow you know some of these people when they get to where they are right now they forget how bad they were when they started because <laughs> you know i can guarantee you they, they they didn't get that good right away so um yeah really good advice and i appreciate that you share that um i think that's really important especially um in this in this era of um of social media like um a lot of people have different opinion and um not everyone kind of um you know say that opinion in a way that can be constructive like um, like you mentioned well that's um yeah that's really great um having a lot of fun with the conversation here jules um but we're coming kind of to the end of the podcast and one thing that i always ask to um all my guests is that you know if there's one advice that you could give um any to to photographers out there to the listeners out there whether um whether it's uh, about skill set about motivation or about mindset, um, what would that one um, advice be like? You know, what would that uh, what what would come up in your mind right away that uh, people should you know what you have to do this? Okay, a couple of pieces of advice. Know what you want. So if you're a, if you just want to take photos for your own, you just want to have fun. That's great. If you want to take photos because you want to earn a living out of it, you know that's a completely different situation and and you need to approach it differently so know what you're trying to achieve and then look to other people that you admire join groups ask lots of questions so you know look at a photo that you took oh wow Stanley I love that photo how did you do that you know look and and that is how you learn and grow as well so you know I, I always think follow people whose work you admire and then always ask questions 99% of photographers are always happy to answer questions join groups the similar sort of thing you know like I said the Canon Collective page there's so many helpful tips people are so generous about sharing their knowledge and just keep learning all the time there's I don't think there's any photographer in the world that is a perfect photographer everybody is always learning so you know whether you're just starting your journey or you know there's always more to learn so just keep asking questions and 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 the most important thing of all, I think, especially with photography is, you know, just keep passionate about it and keep enjoying it because it's such a fun hobby, profession, whatever it is. It's, it brings so much joy to so many people. So enjoy it. Oh, that's, that's an amazing advice. Um, you know, I, I wish I'd, uh, I had listened to this uh, or I had talked to you about this because um, when I first started, I felt like I was alone. I felt like, you know, there's no one to, to reach out to. But, um, you know, uh, the groups like uh, the one that you... you um, um, take care of those those really show like how people can be really supportive and um, it's I think it's really good uh, a really important point to share with uh, people out there that they are not alone that you know there are groups and people who are willing to help you so um, that is a really great piece of advice um, well just it's been a lot of fun and thank you very much for sharing not only your stories but also some of the wisdoms that you've learn um you know throughout your journey and um i know there's a lot of listeners that would be interested to learn more about you to see more of your work um what is the best way for them to reach out to you um and um to to uh, learn more about your work oh thanks stanley um i'm just like everybody else i'm on facebook and instagram and really just my name jules ingle um and 
always, always happy to answer any questions as well, because like I said, I think that's how we all learn. So thank you so much for having me. I've, I've loved talking to you and I love your work, like you're my pedestal. If I could be half a good as photographer as you, Stanley, I'll, I'll be happy. Oh, no, you, you're too kind. <laughs> I'm blushing. That's, <laughs> 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 uh, uh, yeah, it's, um, you know, like I want to say, um, you share a lot of wisdom in that group. And um, yeah, if, uh, if, um, if anyone who cannot want to get to know um, photography or have any question, definitely reach out to Jules because um, you're very giving um, in, in terms of the skills that you don't hold back on helping others to be a better photographer. And I, it's just amazing to kind of see that. Um, what do you call it? Like, uh, again, why I'm doing a lot of quote in this podcast, but yeah, a lot, of, <laughs> a lot of the secrets, a lot of people, a lot of photographers kind of hold it, you know, to, to their close to their chest. It's like, Oh, this is my recipe. But, you know, I'd love how you, how you share a lot of this, um, um, not only the way you think, but also the technical side of it. So, um, yeah, that's, that's, that's great. Um, so yeah. Um, we can just hopefully you enjoy that um that um conversation and um like I said earlier um check out Jules' work she got some amazing work um and she been doing photography um from all the different genres so there's so much to learn from Jules um and I will make sure I'll put the link on the comment below so if you do want to learn if you do want to reach out to her or work with her you can do so on the link below um but um, thank, thanks a lot for tuning in and I'm glad to have you here and if you haven't already done so don't forget to subscribe so you can um, you know get notified when I have the next um, amazing photographers and inspiring photographers like Jules in the podcast um, but Jules thank you very much for being here thank you very much for sparing your time I know you're a, a very busy person and um, I really appreciate to have you here in the podcast thank you Okay, well, um, we can just, um, that was it. And I'll see you guys next week. Until next time.